info. Visit angels.com slash promotions. Angels baseball is less than five hours away here on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California-bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. The rider, Native Diver, is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market, nose and nose, and Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. Petrie has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by the LA County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. First post time each racing day is at 1 o'clock. In addition to top daytime thoroughbred action, you can catch America's fastest athlete, the American Quarter Horse, under the lights every Friday and Saturday night by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo, you'll be glad you did, by David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. Buy Sammy's original off-track wagering where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. Buy the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. Buy the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just a lob wedge from the great race place. And by Western Rooters, the best in the West. 
now. Here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani McBree, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us uh, as we, you know, hit full stride here on this 4th of July weekend. Hope you're having a great time, family, friends, uh, on this very, very important weekend. July 4th falling on Tuesday. So uh, Los Alamitos going to be running a four-day week. They started yesterday. Very unusual. It goes Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, and a really good feature race to anchor the weekend on Tuesday. The great two $200,000 Great Lady M. That'll be at six and a half furlongs, Phillies and Mares, and uh, that'll be the ninth race on the Tuesday card. Bob Baffert uh, with the five to two morning line favorite in Ida. Elm Drive with a big look here on the inside. Going to be ridden back by Ramon Vasquez for Phil D'Amato. She's looking for her third consecutive stakes win. As for Ida, well, she's won five races in a row, and uh, she should be plenty tough to beat. Doug O'Neill got a big look as well. He's got another three-to-one shot in there. Awake at midnight. Draws well today on the outside, toward the outside, I should say. And, uh, you know, she's uh, coming off a race in which she was the beaten favorite in the grade three Monrovia that was transferred from the hillside turf to the main track back on April 8th. Didn't have the best of trips as the favorite. Comes in fresh on Tuesday, July 4th. She should be tough. Speaking of Doug, uh, he's got a couple of horses in in two different stakes races today at Ellis Park. And we're going to be chatting with him along with Kurt Hoover uh, in Hour 2. Hour 1, though, it's all John Hardoon to kick things off. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs and get an update on everything New York from uh, the one and only John Hardoon with the Raggers and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. How are you? Good, Mike. How are you? Happy Fourth of July to you and all the listeners as well. Uh, absolutely, John. Now, listen, uh, some air quality concerns this week uh, there in, in New York, down on Long Island. I checked the weather forecast today for Elmont, New York, and it looks like there's a pretty good possibility of thunderstorms late in the afternoon. Set the scene for us. Yeah, well, it's cloudy, it's overcast now, and they are expecting rain, but hopefully it'll be after the races. They keep moving it back. It was supposed to be this morning, now it's the, uh, then it was the afternoon, now it's late afternoon, so hopefully it misses the race card because uh, they do have a terrific card at Belmont today. And by the way, Belmont also runs Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday, only Los Al and Belmont, the only two big tracks running. On uh, July 4th, that's surprising. No Gulfstream, no Ellis Park. Everyone else took off. So it'll be a good day of racing coast to coast. That should be a big plus for Los Alamitos, John. And speaking of Los Al, they got a couple of pick-six carryovers today, day and night. The carryover coming into the daytime thoroughbred action, better than $22,000. That'll be races 4 through 9. And then tonight... For the fourth consecutive Sunday, they've carried over. Uh, they've got to carry over uh, under the lights of $14,987. But, uh, you know, let, let's get back to New York. I heard you yesterday. It really, it, it's such an unusual situation. All the horses tacked up, ready to go on the track Friday. And then apparently word came down. I, was it from the governor's mansion? Have, have you been able to ferret that out as to why... There was a late cancellation and really poorly communicated, I think, when, it, when it's that late. It was a terrible situation. Like, there was five minutes to post. The horses are ready to go on the track. I guess they got the call from the governor's mansion, and they called it off. But what was interesting is three hours later, they had a game at City Field with 40,000 people sitting outside, 
and City Field is about six miles from Belmont, so yeah. you figure it because I can't. Yeah, that's uh, that, that that's really strange, you know. <laughs> Uh, as far as air quality goes, though, is, is that going to be a concern today or tomorrow, do you think? No, hopefully it's okay. Uh, you know, when it gets close to 200, they said that's when the, that's the cutoff number, and uh, it's in the low hundreds today, maybe 120, so we should be clear today. And if the rains come in, that'll only help. The big problem, though, Mike, is they're expecting these uh, fires to last all through the summer, and Saratoga is a lot closer to Canada than Belmont Park is, yeah. so hopefully uh, we don't have too much interruption. You know, they don't want to ruin the Saratoga meet, but uh, apparently they're having problems putting these fires out, and it's a terrible thing. The, the, those numbers you cited, that's the air quality index, I believe, correct? Yeah, that's kind of a new thing on the scene. We've dealt with it here uh, locally. You know, you and I spoke briefly yesterday. Uh, uh, You know, hey, full disclosure, Steve Speck's a good friend of mine, but there's a nice feature story up at the Pollock Report. It's been up for a few days now, written by Chelsea Hackworth. And, uh, you know, Steve is a guy, as you know, John, he's been around, and uh, he's done it on his own. He's been training for over 50 years. His dad trained he grew up on the racetrack, and he, he's a guy, he doesn't make waves. He, he, you know, he does his job, in my opinion, a tremendous trainer. He's a great friend. He had some nice things to say about me, full disclosure, in the story. But as you and I discussed off-air yesterday, he makes some good points, and it, it, it kind of follows on what Shug McGahee said, Derby Week at Churchill Downs. And we're talking about the pressure on everybody in the industry to do the right thing. you know. And we are, hey, we're doing a much better job safety-wise. You look at what's going on here in California, and we've made great strides in, in terms of uh, morning training, afternoon racing, and so on. But, you know, Suge touched upon it at Churchill Derby Week. Uh, when you're talking about autonomy and maybe you get some people that can be a little bit badge-heavy, and you know there's no recourse and you got a guy who's been training for many years and you know you, you think of the situation with Todd Pletcher and everything that went on uh, at Derby Week there but this is I'll just quote Steve Speck here briefly in this story that is up at the Pollock Report quoting Steve regarding uh, the, the advances that hey change in this case welcome you know uh, he said quote it's good to a point uh, that they're being more active with the vet checks and welfare concerns. But sometimes they just take it a little too far. Most horses don't come dancing out of a stall and move perfectly after they've been standing in that stall for 20 hours. I feel their legs every day, and they don't all travel the same. Uh, they're getting a little too strong as far as the requirements to race. In a 30-second exam, the vet thinks they can tell you more about the horse than the trainer who sees the horse every day. And no one can give a second opinion on it. It's just final. I don't think that's right. And then it's, uh, she goes on, Chelsea says, By way of example, Speck recalled watching Spectacular Bid Train when Buddy Delp uh, brought the champion racehorse to Arlington Park in 1980. Quote, if you ever watched Spectacular Bid train, you wouldn't claim him for 5000 I watched him train every morning in Arlington, and when he first turned around, he'd literally kind of hop all the way along uh, to the first turn. 
Then when he came around the second time, it was all the boy could do to hold him. That's what I'm talking about, quoting Steve Speck. That's what I'm talking about. That's why they call it a warm-up. To expect these horses to come out of their stalls and be perfect is just not realistic, uh, in quote Steve Speck. I I think he makes some good common sense. And, and John, there's gray area here, no question about it. But, uh, you know, here's hoping that, that, that maybe if there's a disagreement, you know, we can get to a situation where you get a maybe three people there, you've got a quorum, and, and you make a, a decision kind of like they do, you know, in, in the NFL NF, and MLB where they get together, they review things. Okay, let's go that way. And, and I know, John, you, nobody's going to agree totally on this, but I got to see it from a lot of the horsemen's standpoint that they just feel at times disenfranchised and you got people paying a lot of money getting these horses ready to run. Well, he's asking, Mike, what I got out of the article was to use some common sense. Listen, do you remember yeah. a few years ago, Chad Brown and Joe Sharp shipped horses in for the Breeders' Cup, and they were forced to scratch the morning of the race because the vets didn't like the way they looked when they came out of the stalls. Chad Brown swears up and down that that's the way the horse comes out of the stall every morning. So what Steve Speck was saying makes so much sense. Unless you see these horses every day, and unless you know exactly what they're going to do and how they feel, trainers, they're hands-on. They know every inch of every horse that they train, especially the good ones. So to have a guy come in and in three minutes decide that you're not running after shipping across the country, paying all the bills to get them there, paying the entry fee and everything else just doesn't seem fair. I don't know what the answer is. But there certainly has to be some give, like you say, and some common sense has to take place. Common sense. I mean, I think we can all get our arms around that. Let's let's embrace that. And, yeah, there are times when they're going to have to tell a guy, hey, I'm sorry, but we don't like the way this horse is traveling. Okay, but, again, let's just try and keep, stay even-handed, not get too badge-heavy, and, uh, you know, Again, I'm repeating myself, employ some common sense. And you know what Steve said about Spectacular Bid? I've heard the same thing for many years about all kinds of different horses. A couple of weeks ago, I cited an example of what Neil Drysdale had observed with Secretariat. Happened to have been at Woodbine. They were getting ready to run on the grass. Neil was up there, uh, you know, for Charlie Whittingham with a horse named Kennedy Road. And he'd watched Secretariat train, and he was kind of encouraged because he wasn't moving all that well. Well, on game day, Big Red was Big Red. And I've heard the same thing about Affirmed, you know that he wasn't all that good a mover in the mornings. I heard Mel Studi say, you know, wow, if you looked at uh, Snow Chief on a lot of mornings, you wouldn't have known who he was because, hey, he he was a little stiff, maybe a little sore. They're athletes, John. That's the point. Exactly, Mike. You could take a running back, wake him up in the morning, and ask him to come out of bed, and he'll be limping, and by game time he's 100% ready to go. They also have to give some, put some confidence and some faith in these trainers. Do you think a guy like Chad Brown's going to send a horse out that's not going to be 100%? Absolutely not. And neither so, is Pletcher. Yeah. Exactly. You earn, you earn the respect, and, and for them to give trainers like that a hard time, you know, I just common sense, Mike. It all comes back to common sense. And people, especially trainers, they have the, the horse's best interest at heart. They don't want anything to go wrong. 
especially in this day and age, they're ultra careful. And, uh, you know, they just have to cut them some slack. Otherwise, they're going to be off three, four, and five-horse fields. Yeah. That's what they're headed for, and that will totally destroy the game. All right, John, we've made our point. Now let's make some money. <laughs> All right, Mike, let's look at the sixth race today at Belmont. It's a mile and eighth on the inner turf course, and I like the number seven horse in here. Sell something. This is a four-year-old gelding from the Gary Siaka barn. Trevor McCarthy aboard to ride. He's listed at a juicy 12-1 to 1 on the morning line. He ran a big figure two starts back, had trouble in his last race when he bounced. Look for this horse to rebound and run a big one today. Number seven, sell something, gets everybody some shipping money down to Delma or Saratoga. Okay, and that was the sixth race. Number seven, sell something at Belmont. Post time for that, 342 Eastern. Looking forward to having you back for take two and take a good look at Los Alamitos. Tell us what is at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Well, today we have Belmont. It's closing day at Churchill at Ellis, so that meet's going to end. It'll just become regular Ellis, I guess, at the end of the week. And, of course, Los Al selections as well. Terrific. Thanks so much, John, and we'll check you back here in a few minutes. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Appreciate it. Let's get over to Los Alamitos Racecourse right now. A very busy guy on this 4th of July weekend. We had originally scheduled Ed Burgart to be with us over the three weekends, but as luck would have it, Ed's trying to beat the heat. He's on the golf course in Kingman, Arizona. So we've got the voice of Los Alamitos and a top handicapper in his own right, Michael Rona. Hey, Michael, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Yes, Ed has taken to golf as uh, a pursuit in his retirement. But uh, given the climate around where he lives in Laughlin, the earlier the start, the better. And uh, I, uh, I know that he shares the frustration of most golfers, particularly social golfers and relative newbies to the game. Yeah. But to his credit, he's still there having a go, having a whack. Hey, uh, Mike, just before <laughs> we move on to, uh, to Los Al, just to touch on the previous topic... Um, it struck a chord with me because it's become a controversial thing in Australia as well for horses shipping internationally for the Melbourne Cup. Uh, there was a, a horse in a high-profile English barn who came down two or three years ago for a Melbourne Cup and was not allowed to run in the race mm -hmm. because the vets of the state of Victoria in Australia didn't like the way the horse was moving. The trainer was incensed, insisting but that was perfectly normal for the horse. And you were talking about examples of horses shipping across the United States. What about getting a horse from England to Australia for the world's biggest handicap race and being told, no, not happening? Yeah, you know, what you just described, I think looking ahead, and I think this has got to be a collaborative thing, but in the case of that particular trainer, he knows maybe his horse dishes a little bit in front or whatever the situation is. He's got maybe an unusual way of moving. I, I would recommend bringing video of the horse, training, racing, and proactively reaching out to the regulatory vets and say, Hey, look, you may have concerns when you take a look at my horse, but I want you to take a look at this. You see what I'm saying, Michael? Yeah, that's a very good point. And in advance, you show them, hey, this is him. And now he's on the track in Melbourne. Yeah, you're right. That is him. And, and I think, again, with, with, with some common sense, a proactive approach, maybe these, these kind of obstacles can be, uh, can be overcome. 
Can't hear you, Michael. But we'll uh, we'll endeavor to get him back. Is he still there? I'm here, Mike. Okay. Yeah, you kind of went off the grid there. But anyway, uh, we're trying to have a discussion. Uh, you're busy today. 17 races, nine of them daytime, eight of them tonight. Uh, so uh, you you got your hands full, Michael. Yes, it's invigorating, though, and uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying getting involved again in some afternoon action on the Southern California circuit. So it's uh, it's all good. We've got uh, two more days of afternoon racing and a nice-sized field in Tuesday's meet feature, the great two great Lady M. Nine have signed up for that yeah. race at six and a half furlongs. It's, it's nice to see a good, healthy-sized field in a dirt stakes race. Yeah, and we're going to have uh, Doug O'Neill on. Uh, in hour two, along with Kurt Hoover, he's got a wake at midnight in there. She's three to one on Ed Burgart's morning line. Of course, Edith for Bob Baffert is going to be the favorite. She's been lined at at five to two, and uh, a wake at midnight beaten favorite last time out in a graded stake. It's Santa Anita. She comes in fresh, so really looking forward to that. Nine of them going six and a half in the ninth and final on uh, Independence Day. Tuesday at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Michael, you've got a pick-six carryover coming into today's thoroughbred action of better than 22,000. The pick-six races four through nine. Do you have a best bet in mind for radio this morning? In the sixth race, Mike, a six-furlong three-year-old silly maiden claimer. I like number nine, La Paloma Blanca, for Peter Miller getting to the outside gate with Diego Herrera. Second up off a long layoff. Uh, the horse should improve and I think has a good shot. The uh, only dirt race to date was right before that long layoff. It was a tough trip off an inside gate. I think this is a nice setup for number nine at nine to two, La Paloma Blanca. Miss Polo kicks at the same morning line odds. Might have a look as well, taking the blinkers off for her dirt debut. I just had some queries against some of the other fancy runners. There's a very big class drop off a long layoff for John Sadler's morning line favourite, Electric Glide, number seven. And Violet Crown, number three, also comes off a layoff. Not sure about the six furlong trip for Violet Crown. So I thought nine over six in the sixth race was uh, certainly an interesting way to go. I'd be including both of those horses in the pick six. In the preceding race, the fifth, number seven. Again, I go to the outside gate. Doreen's Wildcat for Ron Ellis might be a big improver off the debut. Ellis won with a second-time starter last week at seven to two odds, Princess Magic. Uh, the apprentice jockey, Escobedo, missed by a nose in a race yesterday on Paul Vincent's poem. Five to one for number seven, Doreen's Wildcat. Like the outside draw there. Once again, just a few queries about some of the other runners. Um, Song of Shadows, the favourite, has been off a few months. Not sure about the uh, the six furlongs down this long stretch at Los Al. Dialing Scotty, number three, is three to one, has never run on dirt. And a long layoff of all the year for number two, Ms. Moab, has never run on dirt. And she's the seven to two third choice. So the fifth race, number seven, the sixth race, number nine, I think might be ways to inject some value into the equation. Okay, looking forward to that very much. And by way of a recap, Michael, uh, I caught the late races yesterday uh, on, on FanDuel TV. And in the ninth and final, I mean, the guys are saying it after the fact. And I looked at the form after the fact, and I'm going, 
how on earth is this filly this big a price? She's a bit sassy. Uh, Gate to wire. Hector Berrios, Jeff Mullins. This has just become a deadly combination. $73.20 in a nine-horse field. And I know it's after the fact, but you take a look at her form, Michael, and she looked playable. But, again, it's 2020 after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, amazing odds, wasn't it? Yeah. And by the way, that uh, also triggered a super high five carryover of almost $7,000. So we have two carryovers in play this afternoon, pick six and super high five. And there is a pick six carryover tonight of $15,000. Yeah. We have eight races culminating in the grade one vessels maturity featuring Empressum, the reigning AQHA world champion. So... You're talking about long days. I'm going to have to be firing on all cylinders come the last of 17 races this afternoon and tonight. Uh, You're more than equal to the challenge. I know that your past performances uh, bear that out. Just to be exact, that super high five carryover into today at Los Alamitos, $6,727. You know, we were talking earlier with Jonathan Hardoon. Los Alamitos going to be the big dog along with Belmont. On July fourth, you were the only two major tracks running. I think that's gonna that bodes well. You guys should have a great day uh, on July fourth. That's a very good point, Mark. Yeah, looking forward to it very much. And uh, as far as tomorrow, I don't think Pleasanton's running. So uh, I think we might be the only California mm-hmm. daytime track tomorrow. All right. Um, but just one other quick note. Nice to see Antonio Fresu making such an impact in his maiden meet at Los Alamitos. He has had a winner each of the four racing days so far. Yeah, good rider, Italian-born, but he'd been racing uh, over in Dubai, and he caught the eye of uh, Leandro Mora, uh, assistant to Doug O'Neill. They got together and talked him into coming out here. Tom Canoost has his book, and uh, he, he's, he is a solid rider. And it looks like he's getting some momentum together heading down to Del Mar. Michael Rona, thank you so much. Looking forward to catching you on the mic beginning at 1 o'clock this afternoon, Monday and Tuesday at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Thank you so much. Good on you. Hooroo. You bet. Uh, we'll step aside. Coming back strong with John Lindo. Then Orlando Gutierrez going to fill us in on all the nighttime action. You heard Michael Rona m- mention superstar Impressum going to go postward tonight in that grade one vessels maturity. Whole lot of shows straight ahead. Don't forget Kurt Hoover, Doug O'Neill and in the next uh, the next hour and much, much more. Don't go away. A bushy, bushy bond here. Serving USA. Radio. AM 830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Horse racing fans. 
Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire racing fans, watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com, TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. 
from Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Folks, just a quick note about the Wilson Automotive Group and, of course, uh, David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Longtime, tremendous uh, supporters of this show. Listen, don't wait for interest rates to go up anymore, and they're going to be going up. It's just a matter of when and by how much. Get into the Wilson Automotive Group. I've been there. I've bought three vehicles from them. Unbeatable pricing, truly unsurpassed customer service. I'll just tell you this, you'll be glad you did. Inventories are full. There's no reason to wait. Get that F-150 Ford truck you've always wanted, or you can get by South Bay Toyota. Full inventory of everything under the sun. Same thing goes at David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. Let's get down to Carlsbad right now. Say hello to John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Michael. How are you doing? Well, a, a lot going on, as you've heard and as you certainly know. Uh, Pleasanton's running today, and we've got a new Calbred of the Week. Who is it? I tell you what, uh, our Calbred of the Week is Top Harbor, who won the Oak Creek Stakes at Pleasanton yesterday. It's a pretty neat Calbred. His last 10 starts, all in the exacta. He's, he won the uh, Loss in the Fog on the uh, synthetic two-back. I beat a neck on the grass in the Albany. Now he wins another stakes on the dirt. He is by Harbor the Gold out of the He's Top Smear. Reba is top, trained by Tim McKenna and owned and bred by uh, Gordy Janik, Kenny Marshall, and Eric Schweiger. He now has eight wins from 18 lifetime starts, earnings over $385,000. Genuine and consistent Calbred, top part of our Calbred of the Week. 
and uh, now more than ever, it it pays to own and breed here in California. Really encourage everybody, John, go to cdba.com and take a look at the Golden State uh, Rewards Program and all the incentives to own and breed here in California. Yeah, expenses are high, but the rewards are there. If you've got a, a, a horse that can run, uh, believe me, there's a lot of money to be made. Just ask a guy like Terry Lovinger. Where would we be without him, Kurt and his, or Kurt John and his homebreds, uh, as far as the two-year-old division goes? Oh, absolutely. You know, Stace Thursday he brought over this guy from back east, and he's really, really hit the ground running in California. No question. And those horses get to the races early, and they hang around. So, a uh, very useful stallion there at Love Acres Ranch. And uh, you're right. We, you know, we have to build that the cowboy population up because it makes such a big percentage of the horses running on a day-in and day-out basis. John, we're already ramping up for the Breeders' Cup, the 40th annual Breeders' Cup at Santa Anita. We're going to be hosting it for a record 11th time. There is no better stage to run on than Santa Anita in the fall. It On television, it, it just second to none. Listen, folks, don't miss it. Make the Breeders' Cup at Santa Anita. And, John, if folks are looking for a place to stay, they don't have to look any further than the La Meridian. It's right across the street from Gate 5 on the northeast end. We say it's a lob wedge, and I mean it. Uh, give Katie Green and her staff a call. Make your reservations now, folks, at 626-777-6699, or go to Marriott.com and enter your promo code S, S in Sam, 9498. It's just a great facility, John. I've stayed there multiple times, Mike. It's, it's convenient. It's beautiful. The rooms are terrific. And I tell you what, if you're at the Breeders' Cup and you can walk across the street in the morning and watch the workouts, there's nothing better. It's the perfect spot. And you've got all those major prep races at the beginning of the meet in September. Right at the end of September, that's a great place to line it up and go catch all the action. John, as you know, the main event for the uh, July 4th weekend at Los Alamitos is going to come on Independence Day Tuesday. Ninth and final, the grade two Great Lady M. You know a thing or two about that race. You won it a few years back. Have you had a chance to look at this field? It's a good betting race. Nine fillies and mares going six and a half in the ninth and final on Tuesday. That's the grade two Great Lady M. It's a terrific race, Mike. You know, I'd say nine, and there's probably five or six that can win it. I, I think the horse to beat is going to be from the Bob Baffer stable. Number two, Ida, came off the layoff and won an allowance race at Santa Anita at the end of April. Beat a good caliber filly named Teddy's Barino. That should set her up for this race, and she has a, a grade one win at Los Alamitos. She won the Starlet there in 2021. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about the track. And, you know, Juan Hernandez is not riding every card, but when he shows up out there, you know he means business. He's got them out for Bob Baffert. He's got good calibers like Rose Maddox in the race. And uh, yeah, Wake at Midnight's back in there for Doug O'Neill. And, you know, you, you don't get too many great twos for affiliated mare sprinters in California. So when you get them, they all show up. And even Elm Drive on the rail, you know, Ramon Vasquez, the source is very sharp right now for Phil D'Amato. It's a deep race. It's a good race. It really is, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Phil D'Amato. Got a, got a big look in there, and, and uh, he hasn't been running all that much. Dance to the music on the far outside. Comes off a nice win in a grade three at Santa Anita, but Juan Hernandez, uh, obviously, he's sticking with Edith, so that opens it up for Edwin Maldonado. you got to know Mark Glad likes his post position there. Well, she's got tactical speed on the outside post, and that's always a good combination at Los Alamitos, especially six and a half. 
they come out of that sheet, you've got a lot of time to settle and find your spot. John, I mentioned a carryover in today's uh, the daytime pick six, better than twenty-two thousand uh, dollars. Where are we going for radio this morning? Let's go to race number seven. This is a two-year-old maiden race for Calbred. Number six, episode five, comes out of the strong race. The first two finishers, Shady Appeal and Mr. Shiva, they both can run. I don't think this horse ran bad at all first time out. Should improve second time. Luis, Luis Mendez Barnes is very well with second time starters. And this jockey trainer combination, Men, Mendez with Edward Rojas Fernandez. They win races over at Los Alamitos. It's kind of an under the radar combo, but this is a rider he uses when he flies. The so four to one on the program. Number six, episode five, race seven, Los Alamitos. Okay, and you'll probably get that four to one there in the eight horse field. John Lindo says race seven, it's number six, episode five. If anybody's going up to the South Point, John, they can pick up the Lindo report there, and we just encourage folks to go. To me, it's the best place for horse players in Vegas. I tell you what, we've sent a lot of people out there, and my, no, nobody has said a bad thing. They've all enjoyed it. They get treated right. Steve Johnson, the Facebook manager there, give them a call, 866-780-7223. Getting warm out there, but it's fast and firm, and 72 in the race book. Well stated. John, have a great day. Thank you so much. Good luck. All right. Good luck today. All right. Let's close this segment. Now we get down uh, Catella, say a little Orlando Gutierrez. Heads up the uh, publicity efforts for the nighttime situation and more at Los Alamitos. Orlando, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good, and really enjoying the racing down there. We've talked uh, about the Pick 6 carryover daytime. You've also got the nighttime carryover right at $15,000. And we're going to see a superstar tonight impress him in that grade one vessel's maturity. Yeah, looking forward to uh, impress him. Still, in my opinion, the best quarter horse in the nation, but still looking for his first grade one victory of the year. Remember, this horse ran second in the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship earlier this year. Took a vacation after that race, came back and won big time in the trials to the vessel's maturity, won by a length. And kind of following what you've been talking about uh, earlier on the show, how much these trainers exactly know their horses, he Taylor thought that the horse was a little heavy after the, uh, during just kind of like the process of going into that vessel's maturity trial. He thinks he can get him a little bit fitter. He's had three weeks since the trials to do that. And this horse won the trials by a length. So we'll see if he's a little fitter for the vessel's maturity. If that's the case, he's going to be super tough to beat. He's from post number five. And one of his main rivals will be kind of racing from the outside of him. He's drawn the outside of him. That being number eight, Scoops Dynasty, who showed a ton of speed also in the trials. Just missed winning his trial by a nose. But still, uh, Scoops Dynasty and trainer Monty Arosa. Monty Arosa has done impressed him a couple of times uh, here. Has is the only trainer that has been impressed him. Did it with a political pants. So we'll see if Scoops Dynasty can get a flying start and give uh, impress him a little scare. It'd be very difficult to do because mm-hmm. impress him's just so good out here. Shows so much speed and just that incredible ability halfway through the race to finish the races out. And Heath Taylor has another really good horse in this one, Shotgun. He's the one that outknows Scoop Dynasty in the trials. He's won three in a row here on Los Alamitos, including a pair of stakes races. So uh, those two will be uh, horses that can give Impressum a big run for the money in a $150,000 race, the best maturity. Scoop's Dynasty, the eight, Shotgun, the three, Impressum is number five in the eighth and final tonight. That is the $150,000 grade one vessels maturity. Post time for that, and you can catch it on FanDuel, folks, at 926 Pacific. 
How about a best bet tonight at Los Alamitos? And tell us what's going on uh, in total over the next few days, right through Tuesday, July 4th. Absolutely, Mike. I'm going to go to race number five. Like you mentioned, we have a carryover in the pick six. Nearly $15,000 pick six gets underway in race number three. I'm going to go to race five. And number two, Chief Council. This is a 1,000-yard race. Chief Council, 5 to 2 on the morning line for trainer Steve Knapp. Uh, has shown really nice speed, early speed at Santa Anita. Uh, and I think enough speed here to really make him a threat in this race. He's drawn next to a couple of horses that don't show too much, too much speed. So I think Chief Council, if he can get that early start, he should be really tough in this race. And Steve Knapp has 10 horses uh, from across town that have done really well here at Los Alamitos. I'm thinking of a horse by the name of Half Right who uh, put together a nice winning streak here at Los Al. So he has some uh, successful experience sending horses at 1,000 yards. We'll look to uh, number two, Chief Council, 5-2 to two in race number five. And po- Mike, po- I just uh, want to put this out there. Post time for race five, 802 Pacific. Go ahead, Orlando. Yeah, and like you mentioned, we have a lot of activity here at Los Alamitos. We're racing Monday and Tuesday, 1 p.m., first post for both. And uh, the following week, closing week of the L.A. County Fair summer meet here at Los Alamitos, on Saturday we'll have the running of the Los Alamitos Derby. Nominations are out already for that race. Skinner is one of the horses nominated to the Los Alamitos Derby. And that's also the day that we'll have our very popular on-track handicapping contest. We'll have two bursts to the National Handicapping Championship up for grabs. It's the same format that we've had in the past couple of contests that we've had here. Uh, $500 to get in. But 400 of that goes into uh, your live money wagering card. So you have $400 to play with. You have to bet uh, the whole 400 in order to win one of those uh, NHC bursts. But the format, you just got to play win, play, show, exacta, trifecta, and daily doubles. Those are the wagers that you can play. And you must wager at least $50 on a minimum of five races, mm-hmm. but a total of $400. So while uh, the action's heavy, the action's fun, uh, you get a one big long shot in there, and you really have a nice price to scoop up, uh, long shot to scoop up the price and also the NXC burst. That's going to be on next Saturday here at Los Angeles. Okay, we got players listening. How do they get signed up for that, Orlando? You can sign up online, uh, losalamitos.com. You can go online and purchase your uh, your uh, entries. You can play, buy as much as two entries, or you can sign up the day of the event there at Los Alamitos. Uh, in the Racing Rewards booth, I'll be there. Chris Way will be there also signing up players. We'll have a lot of fun next Saturday. Uh, and we'll start with race number one. So you can play the entire card of the uh, daytime action on Los Alamitos. Again, go to losalamitos.com and you can purchase your entries there. Looking forward to it, Orlando. I'll see you guys later today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. All right, got to take quick time out. Coming back strong, heading up to Santa Anita. Going to be saying hello to Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Had a nice winner with a first-time starter by California Chrome last week. Going to get Toby's thoughts on a couple of races. Race 7, a very interesting maiden race. And then want to get his thoughts on the Great Lady M on Tuesday. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Radio. AM 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. 
racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the LA County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Primo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Serving USA. Welcome back. Final segment, Thurber, Los Angeles. My name is Mike Wilman. We're getting up Santa Anita and say hello to the guy with the stopwatch, uh, private clocker Toby Trell, on behalf of Winner's Card, the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races. And if you don't go on track, you can pick it up at casetherace.com. Toby, good morning. How are you? Mike, I'm doing great. i got to admit, the fireworks show they put on here in downtown Arcadia is uh, as good as you're going to find. So we're in the mood. Well, glad to hear that. Let's uh, light it up at the mutual windows. Need some help here in race seven. It's a really good betting race. Uh, a group of maidens here, California breds, uh, two-year-olds going five-eighths. Who do you like? Well, I like the outside horse in here, Barack's uh, Reflection. Uh, this is a big, heavy-bodied, strong horse. In fact, he's a Ridgeling now. Uh, and uh, he didn't really get going in his race here till too late. Uh, at Santa Anita, and the favorite in the race uh, is right next to him here. I think with this big, long stretch at Los Alamitos, this big guy can get into that big stride and hopefully get a nice little upset win for us with uh, the high-flying Ramon Vasquez in the saddle. Exactly. And by the way, congrats. Uh, I know the horse ended up odds-on, but you know a big part of this game, especially when you're playing the exotics, eliminating losers and you said hey go to go to the son of california chrome california bling last week and he won easy thank you so much let's talk about the great lady m we got less than a minute that's going to be on tuesday nine of them bob baffert the phillies and mares going six and a half baffert's got the uh, five to two morning line favorite in Ida. what do you make of it well, right next to Ida is Elm Drive, the Phil D'Amato, uh, just blistering, speedy filly. And speaking of Ramon Vasquez, he makes sure that he's on that source every time she works out, including a 58 flat uh, here about three weeks ago that was just scintillating. So she's got all of her speed, and uh, they're going to have to catch her, I think, to win that race. Those two works stand out on paper. June 18th, you mentioned 58 flat, the best of 52 at the distance that, that morning. Then she came back with a 58 and 2. That, that was 58 flat on June 18th. 58 and 2 on June 26th. That was best of 41. It would appear she's on edge, Toby. Uh, Mike, the amazing thing is she's doing those easily. That's, that's Elm Drive from the rail. She's seven to two on the line, and in a very competitive race on paper. Hope you get that, Toby. That would really be something. You're trying to pull off a mild upset in Tuesday's Grade Two Great Lady M. And uh, Toby, once again, your best bet today is going to be Barack's Reflection, number eight in race seven on the nine race card. Toby, you got it. Have a great Fourth of July. Thank you so much, Toby. 
Okay, Mike. Appreciate it. We're going to step aside. Coming back real strong with uh, my good friend Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV. And we're going to be joined in the half hour as well by trainer Doug O'Neill. Got a couple of big shots in stakes races today at Ellis Park. And he's got a nice filly awake at midnight going post forward in the big one on Tuesday. The great lady I'm going to go on here. We'll all be planning out a room. We're going to take real soon. Seating was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Baseball is less than four hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. 
The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's The Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles. 
hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by the LA County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. First post time each racing day is at 1 o'clock. In addition to top daytime thoroughbred action, you can catch America's fastest athlete, the American Quarter Horse, under the lights every Friday and Saturday night by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo, you'll be glad you did, by David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By Sammy's original off-track wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelsteins, betonbruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just a lob wedge from the great race place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabrie, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Nice to have you with us. Hour 2, Thoroughbred LA, on this July 4th weekend. And we will be running right through Tuesday, July 4th. At Los Alamitos Racecourse, we call this the L.A. County Fair Meet at Los Al. We've had some very good racing. Nine race card today and a a nice pick six carryover to get things going. The conventional uh, $2 pick six at Los Al with the 70-30 split. That'll be races four through nine. Carryover coming into today, $22,113 as advertised. Joined right now by by my good friend Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV. Hey, Kurt, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Uh, good to be with you. I'm looking forward to some good racing at Los Alamitos today. You mentioned the pick six carryover. It's a nice little carryover of 22000 and a real pick six, not the jackpot nonsense. So looking forward to that. And uh, good card of racing. I thought to kind of weed through today, Mike. You know, Kurt, some, l- let's just call it what it is. Some after the, the, the fact, red board handicapping, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but here we had Hector Berrios and Jeff Mullins teaming up. You look at it after the fact, she's a bit sassy, I, I think was playable. And again, I wasn't on board, uh, you know, nearly in time. 35 and a half to one. You got a $2 win mutual of $73.20. And that uh, helped key not only the pick six carryover, but a super high five carryover of more than $6,700, yeah. Kurt. And that was the only horse not covering the last, Mike. And, you know, just from my personal betting yesterday, I did play the pick six. I was five out of six going in the last race, and I had three horses. Uh, the one rosy forecast, I was one of two tickets alive. That was paying 11000 Had the four, Ultimate High, the favorite, who ran second, and it had the nine, Medea, which was paying well. So the, horse, the horses I used ran well, Mike, no complaints. Uh, when she's Batassi moved early down a bathroom, so I thought, great, there's a target for the other horses to go after. Yeah, and she remained, right? uh, she remained and, such. <laughs> yeah, instead, instead she kept going, Mike. But, you know, I was sitting on a pretty nice score, and, Look, to the point, I know I've beaten this to death, but the reason this pick six is so nice to play, I ended up with three fives 
on a modest, modest-sized ticket, I got back almost four hundred and fifty dollars. That's the money that goes in today's pool <clears throat> to play the pick six. Yeah. Right? If it's a, if it's a jackpot, I get zero for having a pretty good ticket. Anyway, you know that that's that. But I'm looking forward to the carry work today. I can know it's nice. Big price on Mullins and Berrios. And, and Kurt, we touched upon this last week. It, it's nice to come to a place like Los Alamitos. Hey, it's a touch and go. We're only here three weekends. Mm-hmm. But you're seeing different outfits win. Nine races, as many different trainers winning. And we had one jock double yesterday. That was Tiago Pereira. So eight different riders win nine races. I, I make it a good thing, Kurt. No question about it, Mike. You know, you know I'm a big fan. I've, I've worked there the last... 30 years in one capacity or another. I love working for the management there. I enjoy the setting. I enjoy the racing. And to your point, the wealth is spread around. Nice person. There was a $45,000 maiden pot yesterday. You know, the Sean McCarthy's horse, a homebred, got the money in. Uh, so there's good purses to run at. Touched on a couple performances yesterday, Mike. I, I, you know, I've been raving about Tiago Pereira, the way he rides Los Alamitos. I don't think anyone rides that track better. You know, it's a different kind of layout. And he got two horses to win yesterday, Mike, and neither one I don't think really wanted to win. He kind of willed both of them. Stafford to cup uh, for Hector Palma in the fourth race. And then later on, Tom Horn for Steve Miotti. I mean, both those horses were absolutely all out. I thought he, he kind of carried both of them. I, I mean, I thought he put up two really good rides. And then one other highlight, Mike, for me, because I'm a sucker for these older horses, uh, Coalinga Hills, 10-year-old mare, knocking down race number six for owner-trainer Jesus Uranga. You know, I've never understood why some tracks, they have these arbitrary dates where horses can't run and they turn a certain age. Well, that's the word, arbitrary, and right? I'm sorry, I'm not into arbitrary, Kurt. No, not. it's ludicrous, Mike. Yeah. Colony Hills was 9 on December 31st of last year, and then she arbitrarily was 10 on New Year's Day. She might have been born in June. I don't know when she was born, so she's really nowhere close at age. Point being, if they're in good form, these these rules of these retiring horses when they're in good form just make no sense to me. So, nice to see Colony Hills win. Jesus Arang did a nice job bringing her back, Mike, and I thought Ricky Ramirez rode a really good race. He was kind of in tight. He didn't have room. He waited and waited, and he finally punched through with them there. And, you know, nice to see a 10-year-old get her picture taken. I thought those were some of the highlights of yesterday's racing. And, and Kurt, you mentioned Stafford a Cup. Hopefully a couple of Rams fans were on board there uh, in race four to kick off the pick six. Now the horse was two-to-one favorite. Tiago Pereira up, as you noted, uh, was able to, to, to win by a neck, able to get up and get it done. And, you know, Curtis, you were talking about Colinga Hills. You mentioned a 10-year-old. And I, I'm just thinking of all the just wonderful 10-year-old and, and sometimes more geldings we've seen over the years. One of my all-time favorite horses when I was very young was a horse named Pataha Prince. Now, he won the Gottstein Futurity up at Long Acres. I think he might have been trained by Jim Penny up there. Anyway, he came south. Bobby Frankel didn't steal him. He, I think he claimed him for 50, and Bobby had him for a few years, and he was all racehorse. A Washington bred Kurt John White could fill us in further, but I remember betting on him. He won the uh, Pomona Handicap at age 10. Francisco Mena rode him. He was even money that day, and we were all happy to get it. Uh, you know, and, and just to, to see those kind of horses go out, they know what to do. You know, they're just... Yeah. They're, they're warriors, and to have an arbitrary rule, well, no, if this is the date of birth, no, we can't. Well, what do you mean you can't? It's look at the nonsense, individual. Mike. Come on. Yeah. Look, look, Mike, and, and we talked about this before. If there's a, a 9- or 10-year-old beating 80 lengths and his ease and so forth and so on, hey, I get that. Those are horses that need to be retired, but yeah. not these horses in good form. There was one a couple years ago at Santa Anita, Muchos Pesos. Who I always looked at, thought about claiming he had kind of a funny action. He ran with his head real low, and he just had kind of an odd action. But 
he had run second in December, and then he had to be retired in January. I said, that makes absolutely no sense. He's in yeah. good form. He's in good hands. He's been taken good care of. So, you know, it's another one of many things in our game that, <laughs> that people go overboard well, on. And, and instead of what you said, Mike, I said, looking at the individual cases and looking at these horses who are happy, doing what they're doing, ready to well taken <clears> care of, you know, we can yeah. go on and on about that. That's well, for sure. Well, one thing we, we touched upon pretty good, John, John Hardoon and I at the top of the show, Two words, common sense, and yeah. you know, let's let's employ a little bit more common sense. And you caught, you cannot talk about older geldings uh, extensively without mentioning Kurt. You know where I'm going. Horse that was trained by King Richard to Hazelton, uh, yeah. Maxwell G. Uh, <laughs> Richard had him off and on via the claim box over the years. I believe he won at age 16, Kurt. I think you're right, Mike. Yeah. About 250 times. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, an unbelievable thoroughbred, Maxwell G. You know. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of those, Mike. Like, yeah. I, you know, I've been covering some tracks back east in the last couple months with different shifts at night. You know, they're not stakes horses, but there's a bunch of horses I've seen nine, ten years old. They're winning races, piling up money. You know, changing hands, just good, strong, useful racehorses. Kurt, uh, we're going to be getting Doug O'Neill on here in just a few minutes, and I know you're going to have to shuffle off. Got some ground to cover and a big day in front of you. Uh, before we talk today, your thoughts on the Great Lady M, Kurt, on Tuesday? Yeah, I thought that was a really good race, Mike. You know, and, and it's a type of race because it's a grade two. You get a good-sized field because, as you know, with mares, it's so, so important to get that graded stakes placing. And there's a number of fillies and mares in that don't have that, and I think that's why we got a good-sized field. The ones that do have it, Elm Drive, coming off two really nice ones for Phil D'Amato. Ida, uh, of course, won the start on a couple years back. Her races have been spaced out, which when she gets to the races, she fires. Rose Maddox is a really hard trier. To my point, Mike, she's the one trying to get that graded stakes placing. Yes. Breeder, Nick Alexander. California right? bred. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and by the way, Nick was there yesterday, and I get a nice winner. Boy, does he support California racing, whether it's Santa Anita, Del Mar, or Los Alamitos. Runs his horses. You know, run some of his good horses at Lowe's Island. It was nice to see him get the win yesterday. So I thought it's a real good race, and I like the fact it's the last race, Mike. I've kind of grown fond of that. At first I said, well, I don't know about the last race being the stake, but now I, I, I like it, and it's a good way to close out 4th of July. I agree. It should be some good racing, right, Mike? Yeah, exactly. You know, Nick Alexander, everybody knows him from the radio ads, uh, Alexander Imports. Nick can't say no. Yeah. At this point in his life, he's released off the retail situation He's living a dream with horses. Right. He's at his ranch in, in the Santa Inez Valley, foaling horses. Grayson has been a big success story. He was going to win the Cal Cup Classic on that synthetic track. Mike Mitchell trained him, Kurt. I know you were there that day. Mm-hmm. And he went wrong inside the eighth pole. I remember Mike coming up to the press box later that day and saying, Nick's going to stand this horse at stud. And I'm thinking to myself, man, that's going to be a tough assignment. Right. <laughs> but he's done it. You know, and, yeah. and hats off to Nick Alexander. So, uh, anyway, Kurt, uh, you, you kind of gave us the Chamber of Commerce view <laughs> on the Great Lady M. Take a stand. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a strong opinion, Mike. I really honestly don't. I haven't done the nuts and bolts, watched all the replays and done all that, which I'll do be, you know, before the race that day. Yeah. So I'm just going to look for that race and, and, and really get into it later. I've become a fan of Elm Drive, I'll say that, just off the top of my head. That's the way to lean. She's, She's very quick. Personal. She's fast, she's dirt, she's turned, yep. she can finish. I'd probably lean that way, Mike, without really getting nuts and bolts right now. All right, now what about a best bet on today's card? All right, before I do, Mike, I wanted to give a plug to one of your sponsors. I spent the afternoon at Sammy's the other day. I had an off day. I went to 
play the races. That is a grade one place. Like, if you want to well, play horses in the afternoon, the food is first class. The service no is question. beyond first class, Mike. And the atmosphere, air-conditioned, comfortable, nice, plenty of machines to bet on. Uh, I, I mean, I hadn't been there in a while, and I was very, very impressed. Just, And I'm not saying that because he's the sponsor. I'm saying it because it's a good place to go. Well, we're now just uh, not quite 40 minutes in front of First Post at Sammy's Original, where the 5 and the 405 <laughs> collide at Lake Forest Drive. But, Kurt, I know you're not a fan of the jackpot, but we're going back to it at Del Mar. <laughs> and Pete Genovese is going to reinstitute. If you yeah. happen to have an Allburger, a single ticket pick six mm-hmm. during Del Mar, he's going to write a check above and beyond the mutual for $25,000, and he'll be happy to do it. I saw that sign on the window, Mike, when I was up wagering the other day uh, for that promotion, and I, I met Pete a couple times, another grade one guy. So yep. uh, if you're not going to the races, Mike, Sammy's is the place to go. I was very impressed with the, way I, the service the other day. Well, thank you for that. Now we need some service at the windows. <laughs> go to the ninth and final, Mike. I thought this was a very challenging pick six. I don't love any horse today, but I thought there might be a single in the ninth and final. Five and a half for long. Three-year-olds and up with the number one, two. But, and here's the key but, that's the parenthetical condition. Maiden claiming and starter race are not considered an eligibility. Mm. That makes number four excessive cat eligible. She is a, he is a five-time winner. He's beaten better. It looks to me, Mike, like the connection. Jesus Aranga, owner, trainer, who won yesterday with Tolanga Hills, got this race Got this horse a race at night on May 27th where he couldn't lose him. Gets him fit. Goes to his go-to rider now. Drops in for 8000 And I think he catches a pretty soft field to the level because he's a five-time winner facing a bunch of one-time and two-time winners. Uh, Ricky Ramirez rode the horse nicely yesterday for Ranga. I think he gets a good trip, Mike, and especially the distance. Five and a half is a perfect lick for this horse. So let's go to number four, Excessive Cat. He's a second choice in Ed Burghardt's morning line at 2-1 to one in the ninth and final state at Los Alamitos. Kurt trying to make the pick six today at uh, Los Alamitos, so pick five. He says it's number four, Excessive Cat, 2-1 to one in the ninth and final. Thanks so much, Kurt. Looking forward to seeing you before the races and between on Simulcast Signal. Enjoyed it very much, Mike. And uh, my guest today, I have Luis Mendez on. He's got two horses nice. on today's card and got that real nice two-year-old that won at San Anita. So we'll be talking to him right around noon on the simulcast. Does a great job, as does my next guest. Thanks so much, Kurt. Thank you very much, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, say hello to trainer Doug O'Neill. I believe he's at San Anita, but he might be at the Pea Patch, Ellis Park in Kentucky. We're going to find out. Hey, Doug, good morning. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July yeah. weekend to you. Where are yeah. you? You too, Mike. Actually, I'm at beautiful San Anita. Yeah, I, I wish okay. I was... Uh, there in, in Kentucky. I was there last week, but uh, we got Stephanie Murray and my crew uh, there fired up, and we got a couple live ones today, hopefully. Doug, you don't wish you were back down there. It's hot, it's humid. <laughs> uh, you're camping out when you're heading over to the pea patch. You're where you want to be at Santa Anita, and, and uh, I know you're going to be at Los Alamitos on Tuesday. You got a big look with Awake at Midnight, but let's talk about these. You got a couple of juveniles in a couple of nice stakes today. Uh, at Ellis Park uh, in the third race. It's called the Debutant, 225000 They're going six furlongs, and uh, you got a, a filly by the name of Easy Red. Broke her maiden first time out at Churchill on May 27th. You're adding blinkers today off a win. What's up with that, Doug? Yeah, you know, um was just a little bit on the green side. We had talked to the stewards, and uh, they agreed they watched some videos and, and just thought it was in in, uh, in her best interest to, to make her a better racehorse and and uh, and they were good with it so hopefully uh, we don't screw it up today okay Com- common sense has kind of been a recurring theme on this morning's show Doug a- how far in advance do you have to approach the stewards with with a request like that and again adding blinkers off a win 
you know, and, and this, we just did the day of entries. We, we okay. had the racing office uh, pass it over to the stewards, and, and we explained why we thought uh, it was in uh, everyone's uh, betting interest and the horse itself and the jockeys, everyone's best interest to have them on. And, and they uh, watched some footage and, and gave the green light, and, uh, and yeah, we're hoping it, it, it'll help her uh, uh, run her best race and everyone come back safe and happy. Got to like the outside draw, and uh, we'll point this out. Race three, the debutante at Ellis Park today. It's going to be going at 10.43 Pacific. And, Doug, I know you'll be tuned in uh, on FanDuel TV along with most of us. Uh, in the fifth race, uh, you've got a two-year-old colt by Constitution named Wilson Q. He also was the first out maiden winner. That was on May 18th, going 5 eighths at Churchill. You get another furlong today. You got the inside post, so what do you make of it? Well, yeah, he, he's just been a, uh, an exceptional colt from day one. And, um, you know, he uh, he won real gutsy uh, there at Churchill Downs. And I think there's been three or four horses that have come out of that race and come back to have won. So, okay. you know, the, the race is looking really strong. Yeah, drew the rail, but it's Raylu uh, Gutierrez. He's, he's worked uh, Wilson Q multiple times. He's a phenomenal rider. So we just got to leave there running and get good position and don't get uh, – you know, kind of saw it off and pushed uh, to the back of the pack. So that's the goal is to, to break running. I think you got to break running. I mean, I'm watching the races from Ellis yesterday on FanDuel. It looks like there's a pretty pronounced speed bias there right now, Doug. Yeah, yeah you know, you, and I guess at any kind of track, if you get caught up and you're on the inside and just going crazy, crazy fast early, you're you're uh, going to be in trouble. But yeah, we're uh, we're optimistic with this guy and and. Uh, we think he's got the ability to be a big time horse, and Jay will hopefully be a uh, another sign in the you know the right direction of that thought. Now, now getting greedy, these two horses, any chance they're coming to Del Mar, or are they going to stay back there? You know, I think there's a, a strong chance of that, especially with the Breeders' Cup uh, being out here this year, and and uh, um, you know they're they're both they're it's a two year old filly and a two year old colt that have a lot of promise and. Um, there's a lot of options out here. So, yeah, I, I'm optimistic Del Mar uh, could be a landing spot for both these guys. Okay, and again, our guest uh, is trainer Doug O'Neill. Time is 9.25 here on Thoroughbred L.A. Hey, Doug, let's go to Tuesday, July 4th here at Los Alamitos. It's the main event of the meet, really, this short L.A. County Fair meet. Ninth and final, grade two, $200,000, great lady M. You got a real nice filly here in Awake at Midnight. However, things didn't go her way as the favorite in the Grade 3 Monrovia April 8th. This race was transferred to the main track, which I know that didn't bother you. But uh, tell us about the trip she had. And she comes in fresh today. Uh, she hasn't run since April 8th. What about her chances with Mario riding back? Yeah, no, I was a head-scratcher. We were definitely disappointed, like you say, when he moved the race over to the dirt. We we didn't think that would hurt us at all, and the betters agreed with us. And, and uh, yeah, she just didn't break super alertly and then was down on the inside and just yeah, just didn't go her way that day but fortunately um you know she's come back she's training really well uh you know she hasn't run at los al before but uh, i don't think it'll be a problem and um yeah she looks uh uh i i think she, she's got a, it's a tough tough spot but uh i think if if she could run one of her races like she did in the la Brea or the santa monica um safe i think she, she's got to be right there I mean, you you would certainly think so. And hey, she's three to one on the line. I think you'll probably get that. Uh, you know, Baffert's going to command a lot of attention here with Ida. 
a big race off the bench, and she's going for her sixth sixth win in a row. Uh, Doug, uh, looking forward to that, to that very much, the grade two great lady M on Tuesday. Last thing, uh, haven't had a chance to talk to you about this. We had Dick Buckus out at Santa Anita. It was about three weeks ago. I mean, beyond the class act, he had, uh, I think, maybe a couple of grandkids and so on. And, and uh, I said to one of the girls, you know, and looking at Dick, and Millie Ball did a great interview with him. I said, it's just hard to believe this This was one of the most violent men in, in, in America, uh, you know, back so many years ago. But he, he's such a, a good guy. He seems to enjoy it out there. And I know he likes hanging out in your suite. And you know him because you went to school with one of his kids, right? Yeah, went to school with Rick Buckus, and uh, yeah, they've always like like you said, he had just retired not too long after we met, and uh, uh, same thing. I was scared to death when I was, you know, <laughs> we'd go over to Rick's house, and he'd say, "Hey, my dad's here." Like, yeah, stay out of his way. Uh, yeah, but, oh yeah, but he had a little spittoon. He used to chew tobacco. Uh, really, back then, and yeah, and but always just the nicest, and just a just a real jokester too. Always cracking jokes, and and. Uh, yeah, class guy, the whole family, the Buckets family, great, great family, and they love the ponies. And uh, right. so it was just such an honor to, uh, they came out back-to-back weekends here, and his, his brother is so funny. He's like, do you mind, he's 80 years old, Dick Bucket, he looks 60, and uh, do you mind if I bring out my two older brothers are in town from Chicago? I was like, yeah, so just funny to get his 84-year-old brother Don and 86-year-old brother Ron. And really? They, they all have those Buckets' heads, almost like they got a football helmet on, but they don't yeah. have a helmet on, just strong as nails and yeah so just a wonderful time but um yeah sanita they all agree there's just not a better backdrop anywhere in sports than uh sanita so they, they had a great time it was just great to be there with them you know what doug i had a chance to talk to him and i had just talked earlier in the day with a guy named myron patios who was a, a really good middle linebacker same era and uh, I didn't know Dick Buck was coming out. And I said, I just talked. He said, oh, man. I, he said, I remember coming out here to the Pro Bowl a couple times with Myron. And then he stopped. I said, don't worry. The statute of limitations is long since passed. Because those guys used to party it up, you know. But he said the first time he had ever been in Santa Anita, he was playing for Illinois. He played both ways. January first, yeah. 1964, uh, they played the University of Washington. And Illinois won that game. And he said that was the the first time he had ever been to Santa Anita. Uh, he played middle linebacker and center. So, anyway, just to me, that's what makes Santa Anita and Del Mar. You get those kind of guys coming out, and you get that cross pollination with major sports people. It, it really, I know. I wish we could sell that more because you're right. His awe of the, the equine athletes and the human athletes, the jockeys. He's like, I just, it's unbelievable, and I, I wish people. Uh, you know, got to see that, and all the men and women who have chosen to work alongside horses for a living. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a great sport, and it's, it's there's a lot of crossover from football to basketball to hockey. No question, and uh, yeah, so, and no, baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, amen, yeah, yeah. So we're we're honored to be part of this great sport, and and looking forward to Los Al this afternoon. Doug, good luck on all fronts. Thank you so much. Have a great Fourth of July with the family. You too, brother. Thanks a lot. You bet. We'll step aside, folks. Coming back strong. Bruce Finkelstein from Las Vegas. Top handicapper Bob Mazursky. Toby Callett is back home in South Florida. We're going to get an update on the U.S. Senior Open, which he uh, spent a couple of days at. Bernard Langer on top there. Ricky Fowler on top uh, in Detroit. 
understand he's a hundred and minus a hundred and ten to win that tournament, trying to get a big monkey on his off of his back. Jonathan Hardoon running the anchor lap. A lot going on. Stay with us. AME 30. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Primo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. to Thurber, Los Angeles. Hey, folks, uh, if you live out east of Santa Anita, the gateway to the Inland Empire, get into the Derby Room at Fairplex Park and uh, tell them you heard about it here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike, a frequent visitor. They've got tremendous food and beverage. They've got enough clerks on there, a whole bunch of self-serve machines, and a terrific audio-visual presentation. The place is extremely well run. Never any admission charge or parking charge at the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. And again, please tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred LA. Let's get up to Las Vegas right now and say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey, Bruce, good morning and happy 4th of July weekend to you and yours. Same to you, Mike. How's it going? Going well. Uh, I know you like to go to 
Pleasanton right about this time of the year. They've got an eight race card. They're not running tomorrow or Tuesday, correct? Um, you know what? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I didn't check. I, I don't uh, think yeah, they so, are, yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, so. Uh, they get underway today at uh, 145 Pacific. Uh, and any thoughts for radio today up there? Yeah, there's an interesting play in the, uh, let's go to the last race, Straight Maidens. This is kind of obviously a level uh, that's it's not real strong at Pleasanton, but I think there's an intriguing long shot in this race, Mike, in the four-horse Zoe's Pride. This horse debuted at Emerald back in July, late July of last year as a two-year-old. Why do I bring that up? Because... That's a dirt surface, and in that straight maiden race, the horse was off slowly, showed some good late energy to finish a fast-closing third. She comes off just short of a 10-month layoff, didn't take the turns on the turf real well as she lugged out in her comeback race. She showed a little bit of run on the synthetic second race off the layoff in a very highly rated fast maiden race. So she's got the two races under her belt. Now she's back on a, I would think, a preferred surface. Doesn't face all that tough a group. I think she's set up for her best here. Let's go in the eighth race with the four. Zoe's pride at an 8-1 to morning line. i got to say, Bruce, I haven't seen her run, but listening to you and then looking at her form cycle, Tim McKenna, a really sharp guy, He's a uh, postgraduate uh, alum of Condition Book School. They don't drop in class. Uh, they're protecting her, exactly. running here in this maiden special. And Frank Alvarado stays with her today. 8-1 to one on the morning line, she looks live. And not to mention two works over the track, a gate drill over the track. I think they mean business today. I think this is the go day for her. Okay, that's uh, number four, Zoe's Pride in the eighth and final at Pleasanton. And post time for that. 524 Pacific. Nine races today at Los Alamitos and a daytime pick six carryover of better than 22,000, Bruce. Let's go to the second race, Mike, and I think this could be a battle of attrition here. Take a look at this six horse field. The inside horse, Mendez Mile, is pretty quick when you take him out of the thousand yard races. His one lone win back in March at Santa Anita was on the front end. You also have New Park, a speedy turf horse. And then the bottom horse, Commander Kai. They're all pretty quick. I think this race could set up for someone off the pace. What about Craig Lewis's layoff horse, the three Mongolian wins? He's been away 11 months. I watched him work at um, on uh, XBTV in mid-June. She ran down. Uh, he ran down a horse on the front end called Lady Hussar, so he showed some good kick. This is a middle-distance horse with some class. He's kind of a grinder, but he does have a passing gear. I don't think he has to be 100% ready the way this race sets up, and I think his old class might shine through at a good number. So in race two, let's go with the comebacking number three, Mongolian Wind listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Post time for race two at uh, Los Alamitos is going to be 133 Pacific, and Bruce Finkelstein says uh, it's number three, Mongolian Wind, off the bench. Hasn't run since July 24th uh, at Del Mar for trainer Craig Lewis. Uh, let's talk about the website and what's going on there in the next few days. We we noted uh, in the last hour that uh, there's two tracks, big tracks running, major tracks, I should say, uh, Belmont Park and uh, and Los Alamitos on Tuesday, July 4th. What are you going to do with all that at, at betonbruce.com? Yeah, those will be the two tr- uh, tracks we cover. I'll have a full card analysis at Los Al with some 
I'll throw in the late races from Belmont Park. Mark, kind of shocking. I know it's a weird day uh, for a holiday Tuesday sometimes, but kind of shocking that there's so few tracks running Strange. on July 4th when everybody's got the day off. It, it doesn't it, make yeah. complete sense. Uh, you wonder sometimes why horse racing just shows itself in the foot there. But, um, yeah, we'll be covering both Los Alamitos full card analysis throughout Tuesday and also some late races from Belmont Park. And uh, also, yeah, and uh, like you said, no Pleasanton, so we'll take – Couple days off at Pleasanton. Okay, terrific. It's kind of odd that the you know July Fourth falls on the Tuesday, but boy, to me, you want to be open if you're in the racing or the entertainment business. I mean, everybody's off as you noted. So yeah, and they, I guess they would rather run on a Thursday or Friday some of these tracks, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, Bruce, That's why we don't run the tracks. <laughs> always a pleasure, man. Good luck today, and all the best to you over this uh, Independence Happy Day weekend. Happy 4th, Mike, to, to you and the listeners. Take care. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's uh, say hello to Bob Mazursky. He handles the PR efforts for the Thoroughbred, daytime Thoroughbred action. Top handicapper. You can catch his graded handicap in all the SoCal News Group papers, one of which I have in my hands right now, the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. Bob, good morning, and I just can't say enough about the full charts and, of course, your graded handicap every racing day. What a, what a tremendous thing for horse racing here in Southern California. Yeah, it's uh, become kind of a lost thing that uh, papers do cover, give racing that much space and coverage, but we're, I'm glad that uh, I work for a place that does. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, well, listen, uh, a nice carryover in the pick six, 22,000 plus. But before we talk about today, I, I, I want to get your thoughts on the Great Lady M. I, I know you've done the X's and O's. You wrote the advance, and that'll be the ninth and final on Tuesday. The Grade Two, two hundred thousand dollar Great Lady M. Phillies and mares at six and a half. Who do you like? I picked Elm Drive. Uh, I know Kurt Hoover mentioned her earlier. I like her too. I think she's gotten good. She's won over this track. She broke her maiden by eight lengths here, her first time out. So we know she likes the track. She ran third in this race last year behind Becca Taylor. So I think she's the one to beat, but I think there's a few others that have a chance. Ida, of course, it's hard to throw her out. She's won six at eight. She won the Starlet here as a two-year-old. Uh, Dance in the music is a very tough filly. You know, when she fires her best shot, and she's run well fresh on a couple of occasions. And then Doug O'Neill's horse, Awake at Midnight. You know, she hasn't won a graded race, but she's been second or third in six of them in her life. So I think on her best day, she's capable, too. Yeah, and uh, I, I know they were they were, uh, they were were very puzzled at her effort uh you know, in behind us, she got beat two links by Elm Drive as the six to five favorite in that Grade Three Monrovia on April eighth. So, awake at midnight, going to try and uh, bounce back on Tuesday, July fourth. Well, today is Sunday, July second. We got nine races. Where are you going, Bob? I'm going to go to the first race, I like the inside horse. Keep your coil. I think she's one of those horses that likes the daytime track better than the nighttime. I think it suits her better, as you can tell by her record here. She's run seven times on the daytime track, three wins, three seconds. I think the favorite in the race is kind of suspicious, so I like number one, keep your coil in race one. Hey, Bob, thanks so much. Have a great day and night there at Los Alamitos. Thanks so much, Mike. Happy 4th to you and all the listeners. Likewise. We'll take one final time out. Coming back strong with Toby Callett from South Florida. Take two of Jonathan Hardoon of the Raggers and Sheets to close things out here on a Sunday edition. They all are. of Thurbert L.A. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. 
It's the LA County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Welcome back. 
Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles on this 4th of July weekend. Hope you're having a just a great time wherever you may be. Hopefully it's with family and friends. And don't forget about Los Alamitos on July 4th. Really a solid nine-race card. Outstanding feature race. Ninth and final Tuesday at Los Alamitos. The grade 2 $200,000 Great Lady M Stakes. Phillies and mares at six and a half furlongs. Well, now we're going to be joined by a guy who never backs down. Last week he joined us from number nine at Pinehurst. He's back home after a few days uh, up in Wisconsin uh, taking in the action at the uh, Senior U.S. Open. This is Toby Callan on behalf of TobyCallan.com. Hey, Toby, good morning. How are you? I'm great, Mike. Uh, there is one correction. Uh, I've I returned to the scene of last week's show, not Pinehurst 9, but I came back to Pinehurst because oh. the interesting story is after the show last week, a uh, very, very, very dear close friend of mine, his name is Joe Kern. Uh, I'd like for everybody in the audience, uh, you as well, uh, to uh, Google his name. Uh, he's an interesting individual, a teaching golf professional in Vero Beach, Florida, and uh, we've been friends for 20-some years. We're close friends. And uh, Sunday evening, I was coming back from dinner, sitting in a car with friends, and it was Joe that called. And uh, he said, uh, you want to take a trip? I said, I'm already on a trip. I'm at Pinehurst. <laughs> he said, well, I just got the call because he'd gone to Houston, Texas to qualify uh, to get into the Senior Open. And uh, he got in a playoff. He drove his ball into the water in the playoff. He went home. Uh, somebody got an exemption, and he got a call on Sunday. Come on up to Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Uh, you're going to play golf. Wow. So he called me. I uh, scurried around uh, on Monday and made arrangements and uh, got up there, uh, joined him, uh, along uh, with his caddy rider, his uh, longtime uh, buddy Andy was there as well. And uh, we got to see our other friend, Ken Duke. Uh, he was in the tournament. But uh, Joe got to live a dream. Uh, got into the, uh, the Senior Open. Uh, he's, uh, he's a heck of a guy. I encourage you to, to, to Google him. Yeah. He's done something that's not golf-related that uh, would really, really appeal to the audience. Joe Kern, K-E-R-N. K-E-R-N, yes, oh, Okay, and he, but he, he didn't make the cut, but hey, he played in the Senior U.S. Open, right? Well, he, he played 31 of the holes and one over par. The cut was nine over par. The course was tough as nails. Uh, two triples and three doubles did him in. Yeah. But, uh, nonetheless, uh, he was there. He, he made it to the show. And when you read the story about him uh, next week, uh, I'd, I'd like to, you know, at least for a minute or two, uh, discuss it because uh, he's an incredible human being, to say the least. Toby, I, I, I've really enjoyed the golf coverage this week. And, of course, i got a little more, more time because we're not running live at Santa Anita. Both the Senior U.S. Open and then the regular PGA tournament uh, right there in Detroit. And watching Bernard Langer, I know you got an up-close look at him. This guy is so incredibly focused, and, I mean, his past performances speak for themselves. He's trying to go past Hale Irwin now, uh, I think, is the all-time major uh, you know, leader on that Champions Tour. 65 years old, he's on the lead here coming into closing day. Yeah, he, when he gets on the lead, he's like an old, old tough racehorse. He's tough to get past the... Again, the way he plays. So cerebral. Is, yes, that's exactly what this golf course, I walked every inch of it uh, yeah. on, on, on uh, Thursday, uh, can tell you this is a really tough course. And a you know, guy like him, it, he stays as steady as he usually is. He's going to be hard to get past. Now, the regular PGA, i, I got to engage you a little bit here, Toby Callett. 
Ricky Fowler yesterday, I'm watching last night, you know, it's all the replays and stuff, hit 17 greens in regulation. I think on Friday he only hit 15. He's two up today, shot 64 yesterday. He's obviously trying to get this monkey, this Sunday monkey, off his back. He's minus 110 the last I saw to win it today. What do you make of his chances? Well, you know, my heart gets in, in the way because I think he's a good guy. Right. And I think I think he's good for golf. I think he's a stand-up human being. And so he's easy to root for. And, yes, I'm, I'm my heart. This would be one of those I couldn't bet because I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the one-to-nine shot to win, and I can't find any long shots to use underneath. Uh, it's, it, it, this would be good for him, and I think it would be good for, for fandom, so to speak, because a lot of people like him, and I think with good reason. And any good press, as you guys were talking about earlier with, with racing, any good press is good. Speaking of racing, before I forget, the idea you had about the videos, I think is the best idea that any human on the planet Thanks. With that for, you know, I mean, nothing tells the tale better right. than previous. But you tell me that any of those veterinarians that are scratching horses get out of bed uh, spry and, and chipper every day of the of week. Of course not. I'll, I'll quit talking to you on the radio. But, but you see, it needs to be done proactively. Don't wait till they tell you no. Do it in advance and do it collaboratively. Well, see? And and you, they look at this guy, yeah, you know what? That is the way he moves. Yeah, and look, he's winning or he's running second or third. That's him, you know. Your, your Breeders' Cup eligible, along with your eligibility papers, there's a video. Case closed. Well stated. Hey, nice job last week on air. Uh, you had a nice win in race four at Gulfstream Park, Twirling Grace. 560, you had the exact cold at $11. And a, fi- a 50 cent trifecta key came back 1440. You're not in South Florida. You're back at Pinehurst, but you're not on the golf course. Fully focused once again. Who do you like today, Toby? Race 6 Golf Stream is the feature. A rare mile in the 16th. It's a two-turn event. A rare two-turn event at Golf Stream in here. I like the three. His name is Steel Sunshine. We'll use Steel Sunshine along with the eight, the Skipper 2, candy, the one Candy Tycoon, and the two Cajun's Magic. Three, eight, one, two. How do you do, Mr. Wilman? In today's six. At Always a pleasure, Toby. And race six at Gulfstream, set to go at 324 Eastern. Have a great day there, Toby, and we'll talk next week. Happy Fourth of July to you. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. You bet. Back to Saratoga Springs, running the anchor lap, as he always does. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon. Hey, John, come on out to Los Alamitos. All right, Mike, just one thing before I give out my selection. You and Kurt are 100% right. If a horse is 10 years old... Guess what? If those horses are 10 and still racing, you could bet they're as sound as a dollar because they know how to take care of themselves. And, yeah. again, if you're running at 10, all the, all the, everything's in the right place. So no reason to retire them. If they don't run or they run up the track a couple of times, fine, retire them. But they should never put an age on it. That's ridiculous. No, let's get back to common sense and this, this arbitrary stuff. Uh, you know, let's, let's just tone it down. Anyway, let's make some money, John. All right, Mike, we're going to look at the fourth race today at Los Al, the first leg of the pick six, and there is a carryover. And I like the number five horse in here, Chevy Girl. This is a five-year-old mare from the Jerry Wallace barn. 
Uh, only uh, five career starts. However, graduation day today, the race she ran two starts back was very good. She's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. I like number five, Chevy Girl, to win today's fourth race out at Los Alamitos. Okay, the beginning of that uh, conventional $2 pick six today at Los Alamitos. John, it won't be long. You're going to be eating some pizza with a guy named Frank Miramati. Yeah, and they're getting crazy in New York, Mike. They're trying to put pizza places yeah. in business. <laughs> but wait a minute, that's only in the city, right? You guys are okay up there in Albany? We're safe up here, but they're, they're losing their mind. New York is known for its pizza. I mean, yeah. they'll be a total revolt. they got to stop, stop, please. Exactly, and I, I mentioned Frank because pizza's his thing, man. I mean, he... He loves pizza. He knows yeah. pizza yeah, better than anyone else. So, uh, yeah, and it's getting... Uh, you could feel the rumblings up in Saratoga. Horses starting to ship in. Right. Backstretch filling up, and uh, it's only like 10 days away, and... Uh, you can feel the goosebumps in the air. And, and John, as far as your seminars with the sheets, are you going to keep doing it uh, via Zoom uh, during Saratoga? Yeah. They got me on Zoom, this COVID thing. Uh, it's good because people from all over the world actually uh, yeah. attend, so that's the good news. You know, we miss the daily groups at the track, uh, but uh, I get to the track after the Zoom, so it's fine. Spend the days there and uh, really enjoy it. Yeah, but, you know, you like the interaction, but... You know, you go easy on that early morning badgering. You know, the Zoom's a little bit tougher in that regard. When you get out to the track, then, hey, John, what about this and that? But, you know, doing it early at home, I think it's better all around. It is. Again, it's easier, you know, you don't have papers blown all over the place, and you don't have people just uh, crashing in, and it's just better, you know. I understand. And we get a really great crowd, so that's good. Hey, John, uh, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N dot com, what's there? Three best plays, $10 for a car, $25. Low sell, uh, Belmont and uh, Ellis Park, Churchill at Ellis, closing date. Have a great July 4th weekend, John. I really appreciate it. My thanks to Jake Rich inside here. Go Angels. Angels D-backs here at the Big A at 105. For everybody involved, I'm Mike Wilman. So long, everybody. You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Beer me at the Bit. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than three hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Three-year, $55 million renegotiation and extension from the team. It'll be worth $55 million. Clarkson is coming off a career year, averaging almost 21 points a game. All those NBA free agent deals can't officially be signed until Friday. 